Hello, and welcome to New Hope Christian Fellowship with Pastor John Gilbert. Psalm 90 and 91 are attributed to dear Moses. So let's have a look. Do I need to read it again? Yes, thank you, Bob. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His troops shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand, and it shall not come near thee. Only with thy eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon, shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. And I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him, and I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honour him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Lord, we do come before you. We do ask your blessing on the word of God and this particular sermon and we ask that you would bless it to our ears in Jesus' name. Amen. So, look, what a wonderful psalm. I love it. Always loved it. It's a psalm for those who walk with their God. Is that you? Here is a psalm with more, here is a person with more than religious possession. Doesn't just come to church doesn't just like to dress up on, in their Sunday best on a, on a Sunday, but here is someone who, they fix their faith on God. They look at God, they look at Jesus Christ, and their, their heart is captivated with God. God is their supreme love of their life. Is that you? Their purpose in life is to know God. To get to know him and to, to come and serve him and to understand him. That's what they want. That's what they're after. 
They hunger and thirst after God. As we sang that song, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. Is that you? Well, Mr. Spurgeon gave a definition of this favoured person. He said, only those who know the love of God in Christ Jesus come. They come into that secret place, the place of the Most High. That's what Mr. Spurgeon said. Only those that have got a true love for God, that's where they come. To those who, who dwell there, you know the saying that Paul said, to live is Christ. And to die is gay. Is that you? Well, only you know the answer to that question. How do you measure up? How do you measure up to Spurgeon's conclusion? I like to know. I'm sure all of us like to know how you measure up to being that person who has a heart after God in this world. What words, what words describe you? What words emerge from the shadows of the Almighty God? Let's find out, shall we? Let's consider these things. My first point is this, that God is a refuge. And a refuge is somewhere where you hide. Do you remember playing hide-and-seek when you was a little boy or a little girl? Eh? Did you have a secret place where you hid behind the curtain? Or you hid under the stairs and you thought, no one's going to see me here? Eh? Or behind the bush? Eh? Oh, we've all played that game, haven't we? Hide-and-seek. But to be able throughout life to hide in God. When things get nasty, when people get villainous, when people want to rob you, when people want to stab you in the back, where do you go? Oh, I think I'll go see my doctor. I think I'll go see the psychiatrist. I think I'll go see my counsellor. Well, I'm going to go to God and I'm going to hide under the shadow of the Almighty. Hey, that's where I'm going. What about you? The believer, as he gets to know God, he finds him his hiding place. And we know, don't we, Dominic? We watched the video. We heard a video called The Hiding Place. Who was in the video? Well, it was Corrie Ten Boom. Corrie Ten Boom Bob. She's a Dutch lady. The Nazis invaded. Holland, and she, like Anne Frank, and many other young women, saw their parents dragged off to Auschwitz, Belsen, and all these places, and, 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 and Corrie Ten Boom was taken to a concentration camp with her sister. What do we do in a desperate time? We hide in God. We hide under the shadow of the Almighty. Even when we're faced with the firing squad, 
Even when we're, we're, we're going to be put in an electric chair because we've been told we're murderers or something like that. Where do we go in a storm of life? We run to God. Whatever happens to us, the Lord Jesus Christ was crucified on a cross. Was he hiding in God? Yes, he was. The Father knew that the Son was on that. It was a storm, and that storm will pass. He is a place to hide. When others, when others let us down, and bear you, mark you my word, others will let you down. He could, in my case, it was my mother. My dear mother ran away. Things got too much for her. Am I going to criticise her? No, no, I'm not here to do that. Things got too much for her. She was a young lady and she couldn't handle it. And she ran away with someone else. But I'm not here to put her down. I had a stepmother. When the going got tough, what happened? The tough got going. She let me down. Beryl didn't let us down. Praise the Lord. God won't let you down. My point is that people will let you down. Someone will let you down and it will break your heart when you discover who that person is. Well, like one person let me down. Exactly. You're right. But God won't let you down. You can run to him. You can hide in him. You can cry to him. And he will wipe your tears away. And you can tell him, like you just said, Liam, someone will let you, and it could be your own family. But go to God. Hide in God. And he will comfort your soul. And that's what we want. And the psalmist, I will say to Annie, that King David wrote half of the Psalms. And I'm pretty sure he wrote these ones, because we're going to go through these. Psalm 46 verse 1 says, God is our refuge and strength. Isn't that a comfort? David knew that. He also said in Psalm 46, same Psalm verse 7, God, the God of Jacob is our refuge. And Psalm 62 verse 8, he said, God is a refuge for us. And that's what we want. And in Psalm 71 verse 7, he said, Thou art my strong refuge. We can hide in him. We can hide in him. You know, you know some of you may not know this, but I used to be a tattoo artist, right? When I was a young man. And guess what? Guess what? I stopped tattooing when I became a believer. Yeah? But guess what? There was about 200 people out there where I'd only half finished their tattoos. That's the best way to upset 200 people. Don't finish their tattoo. They had the outline, but they never had it coloured in. Do you think they got upset with me? You bet. 
You bet. Oh, you! You didn't finish my tattoo! And people have shouted at me in the streets a couple of times. I thought, well, you should have come back and had it coloured in when I was tattooing! But I didn't, and I had a lot of people very angry with me. What did it beat me up? Hit me over the head with a brick or something like that? What did I do? Hide in God. That's what I've done. I've hid in God. Do they know that? Well, I don't know. But I hid in God. I could go on and on and on and tell you some other stories. I will tell you another story. When I was tattooing, somebody sold me some dodgy ink. And guess what happened when I had that dodgy ink? I tattooed it in people's bodies. And guess what happened? It never healed. I must have tattooed, I must have put that ink in another 200 people. I keep upsetting people. <laughs> when I was a tattooist, I upset a lot of people. And I put dodgy ink. I mean, it's like being a plastic surgeon and telling somebody you know how to sort their nose out. That's if you've got good skills. You know, I don't know if you watch Dr. Debro and Dr. Nassif on Botched on the telly, but, you know, you imagine saying, we can sort your, we can sort your nose out and make you look very pretty, eh? Well, what if you was a plastic surgeon and made everybody look like an elephant? They'd be pretty upset with you, wouldn't they? Well, that's what I was like as a tattooist. I seemed to upset everybody. However, what have I done for the last 30 odd years? I've hid in God. And God has looked after me. God has kept me. God has kept me safe. You know, in the songbook, and Dominic will look it up for us, we've got a, a lovely song. A lovely song. Augustus Top Lady. What did he write? Rock of Ages. Cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Yes? You've sung it many, many times. Augustus, top lady. He was, I think he was in Devon or Cornwall, Mayette told me once, and, and there was a terrible storm. And, and he feared for his life. And he, he looked around and he saw a rock and it had a hole in the rock and he hid himself in the cleft of a rock. And he felt, he was hiding himself in the rock of his salvation. And it moved him and the, the storm passed over and he was safe. He went home and wrote that hymn. Rock of ages, cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Some of you are young, some of you are older, but you will go through many storms many troubles, many afflictions, many hardships. Where will you hide yourself? Hey, Will you go on the run? Will you phone your doctor? Help me, doctor. I need some happy pills. Huh? What will you do? Run and hide in the Lord and you will find a place where you can trust him and you can trust your soul on him, and you will be looked after. I met a woman once. I met this woman. She was 
older than me. She still is older than me, although I haven't seen her for 10 years. When she was 17, you know what happened to her? Someone locked her up in a padded cell in one of these hospitals for the mind, you know, like, she had a breakdown. They thought she was crazy. So they locked her up and put her in a body cell. Poor woman, 17 years of age. She was in there thinking, oh, thinking, this is going to make me go mad. Do you know what she did? She saw that somebody, they used something, I don't know what they used, maybe they pulled a tooth out because you're not allowed to carry a pair of pliers into a padded cell. She saw on the wall somebody had inscribed on the upholstery, Jesus is Lord. She, could, she looked at it and she thought, oh, somebody put Jesus is Lord in the, the padding, you know, the upholstery, on this, unbelievable, do you know what she said? She said it to herself, she wasn't a Christian, she said, if Jesus is Lord, he can get me out of here. Right? If he's Lord, she started to pray, Lord, please help me out of this bad itself. Guess what happened? She got out. I mean, that, is hiding in God. Can you hide in God? I want to know. Yes? Can you? Let me go back to the verse. Verse 2 says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. He is my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. He's a fortress. Well, if you, if you have a, an army, well, we have a country called Great Britain, yes? And if you go around the country, there's many castles. If you go down to the south coast and you go to Dover Castle, you can say, wow, this is a fantastic castle. Yeah, we can protect the country from, 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 Oh, from all these immigrants coming over the English Channel. Yes, but they, it seems to be made redundant, doesn't it? Yes, it has. Uh, uh, the Lord God is like a castle. And you can find safety in times of battle. And we go through battles. We've only got to read the Bible. We've got to read it in Genesis through the Old Testament, and we read of Abraham, we read of Moses, we read of Joshua, we read of David, Gideon, many men, many godly men. They all went through battles. They had the, the Philistines, or the, 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 the Gigashites, or the Gergashites, or the Amalekites. People wanted to kill them. People wanted to cut their heads off. And others wanted to cut their heads off. We know that David cut off the head of Goliath. People were out to kill, to steal, to rob, to take your families. Dude, what are they going to do? They hide themselves in God. That's what they've done. And God has delivered them. God has helped them. 
Now let me tell you something. You're a Christian, aren't you? Yes, we are. Does it mean that when you become a Christian, everything's going to be easy? Is everything going to be hunky-dory? You know that. Because we have a devil. And he goes round like a roaring lion, said Peter, seeking whom he may devour. You've seen videos of lions in the jungle trying to catch their prey, like a cow or a zebra or a gazelle. And what do they do? <coughs> they get their jaws with big teeth and they get their mouth round their throat and they suffocate them. They bite their throat out. You've seen it on the telly on David Attenborough. Yes? It's a picture of what the devil wants to do with you. Oh, sorry to spoil your day. It's true though, isn't it? That's what the scripture says. The devil goes around like a roaring lion seeking him he may devour, but he's after you. Ah, oh, you poor souls. But we have a God on our side who is bigger and better and stronger and a fortress. And he can control the devil. Yes? Maybe you've got a dog. Maybe you've got a cat. Maybe you want your dog. And maybe you've got him on a lead. Yeah? Hello, Max. Come on, Max. Yeah, you come down the park with us, yeah? Is that not right, David? You've got him on a lead. Well, God's got the devil on the lead. Any, Bob? Yes. We hope so. There's, the, there's a scripture that says that you will not be tempted above what you can handle. You've heard something like that. It's, it's, it's in Corinthians and it's dumb. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. God does not look, let the devil go above and beyond what he wants to do. And I know he wants to kill us. And I know he wants to devour us. But God is in control. God is in charge. For example, I won't lead you to the scripture because the time is not is going on. But look at Daniel. People had it in for Daniel. They didn't like him. They thought he was a holy Joe. You know what I mean when I say holy Joe. They didn't like Daniel. And they had him set up because he wouldn't uh, follow the rules of the land because he prayed every day earnestly. <coughs> Three times a day. And, and anyone that disobeyed the king of the day, I think it was uh, Nebuchadnezzar maybe, they were going to be put in the lion's den. Oh, oh. And dear Daniel, a man above men, a godly man in his society, a man who feared the Lord. And Daniel hid himself in the Lord. And there he was. Was he afraid to pray in public? No. He used to pray with his window open and the people saw him praying and they said, Daniel's disobeying the king. And therefore what happened? 
the king had signed a treaty or a contract and he didn't realise that Daniel would be thrown into the lions. And the king was upset about what he'd done. And old Daniel spent the night with the lions. But what happened? The lions were quite happy with Daniel. They thought, Daniel, we like you. Because if they scratched him with a claw, or they, they got a sniff of his flesh, the Lord would have told them off. And they knew that because they know their maker. Don't they? God shut the mouth of the lion. God is able to do that. Do we need to fear? God is our refuge. He's your refuge. If you abide in him. Yes? He is a safe retreat. A place where we can hide in the secret place of the Most High. All you've got to do, I'm telling you, get on your knees before him and humble yourself and say, Lord, Lord Jesus, here I am. I'm here to, to serve you, to worship you, to know you. What do you want me to do with my life? What shall I do? And he will speak to you. He will show you. He'll give you a dream. He'll give you some words. He'll tell you, read my word and I'll speak to you. Yes, he can do that. God can do these things. I'm telling you, you know what? When I was a young believer, Dominic's dad and me were very close. And one day, do you know what we did? We got a painting job for the sisters of Mary in Radley. These were elderly sisters, Marjorie. Yeah. They live in Radley. They were nuns. Well, I was brought up by a nun, Sister Lucy. She was my surrogate mother. They're Protestant nuns. So Mayette said, and she's right there, the sisters of Mary, and they're, they're mainly German. It was an English one, I think. Very sweet. We went to their house, very big house in Radley, and we painted the house. And every day they, they did us tea and biscuits. That's what we like. Who doesn't like tea and biscuits, eh? Go on. I want We all love it. And they did it every day. I felt really happy while I was working there. And while we were there, they were telling us their story. Do you know what they said? The, the um, pioneers, that's what you call them, that started the sisterhood of Mary. Do you know what they did? They were living in Germany in the Second World War. Yeah? Darchkowitz, Frankfurt, Bonn, where at Hamburg, all those big places. And there was a group of girls... 17 years of age in Danskowitz and the British were flying over Germany and they were just about to bomb the city. Now, we're too young to remember or to know what it's like to live through the blitz. But my auntie Brock, she was my godmother in Leytonstone, East London, and she didn't like the Germans because... She told me many a story where you didn't know whether you were going to live through the night. And some people, they had to go down into the, the, the tube station, the underground. 
as an air raid shelter. And she told me the, 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 the ceiling in the lounge came down from the bombs being dropped on the, the city. And Uncle George used to ride a push bike. And she's, they said to me, every other day they had to reroute the road because of a building had fallen down and the, the rubbles across the road had to make a new road. It was bad. Well, in Germany, they uh, got a bit of the taste of their own medicine. I have to say that. These girls were 17 years of age. And what happened? The British are coming over the city and they start dropping their bombs. You imagine. You're trying to get to sleep at night and you've got a few thousand bombs going off. What are you going to do? People died. People died in their thousands. And it says here that, it says here, look, verse 7, a thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand. These girls, in 15 minutes, saw tens of thousands of people, brown bread, dead. Where are you going to hide? Call on the name of the Lord. He is a shadow. He is a, a he is the place where we can go to because the scripture says he is a fortress. And that's what the scriptures is saying. You might not run into a castle like Bergamstead Castle or Dover Castle, but you can run into God and he will protect you. He will deliver you. And these girls, I'm telling you, brothers, sisters, they prayed, Lord, if you deliver us, this is what they told me. If you protect us, we will serve you. We will follow you. We will do whatever you ask us to do. And they were saved. They were saved when tens of thousands died. And do you know what? After the war, as a 17-year-old girl, uh, Bacillus Link and other sisters, I can't tell you all their names right now, but they came together and formed a Christian society, a community, and they dedicated themselves to being nuns. You might say, well, John, I don't want to be a nun. Well, I don't mind what you are, as long as you hide yourself in God. And what they did, they when the war was over, they, they wanted to act out the repentance of Germany. That's what they wanted to do. They felt sorry for what the Nazis did to the rest of the people in Europe, the Jews and people like that. And they have put us a house of refuge in every country that the Nazis affected. And we have a house in Radcliffe. How wonderful. See, God is a fortress. God is going to hide, if we want to, hide under the shadow of his wing. Let me tell you this. I myself am a testimony. I've told you a thousand times, yes, I got run over by my truck. Yes, I could have died. Yes, I had my lungs punctured. I broke 23 bones. But who spoke to me while I was unconscious under my truck? Who? Jesus. Thank you, Liam. Thank you, Liam. There's an echo in the room, isn't there? Anyway, thank you, my dear friend. The Lord because I hide myself in the Lord. And if anything shall befall you, any, any catastrophe, 
God will deliver you. God will protect you. I mark my word, I can tell you that. So I could elaborate on that. Spurgeon also says, Our omnipotent Lord will shield all those who dwell with him. They will remain in his care and guess under and, and be protected under the protection of their host. Let me move on to my next and last point and time is running out. In him will I trust. That's what the scripture says. Trust. 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 Who do you trust in? Thank you, Liam. Thank you, dear friend. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8 and 9. What does it say, Dominic? Will you beat me to it? Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. You know it says, For by grace are you saved, through faith, and not of your own selves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. By grace are you saved. God wants to save each and every one of us. Also it says here, Romans, Romans chapter 5 and verse 1, it says this, let me just encourage you with the word of God. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have been justified by faith. That's what the word of God says. We believe that. Just justified, someone said it this way, just as I have never sinned. Justified. We have peace with God. You know, I knew a villain once. I know a few villains. Maybe some of them are in the congregation. I knew this villain. He was bad. He was a terror for this town. Oh, we were friends. I tattooed him. I'm not, and funny enough, I had a half-finished tattoo on him. But anyway, his name was Paddy Penrose. He was bad man in this town. But anyway, we had a chat one night and I told him my testimony. I told him, I said, Paddy, I'm looking for love. When I found that my love of women was only here today, gone tomorrow, you know what I'm talking about, some of you guys. And maybe you women are the same. You love a man and he's here today, gone tomorrow, because he let you down. But I told my friend, he was my friend, that I needed true love in my life. And that's why I wanted to get to know Jesus Christ. Because I know, and I've come to believe in, that he knows how to love us. Because he laid down his life for us on that cross. He said to me, John, that's nice to hear, but I'm telling you, I need peace. I need peace in my life. In the Lord we have peace. Romans 5.1 Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you don't have peace today, 
Just come to know Jesus. And he will give you that peace. Have you got that peace? Do you want that peace? Just come to him. And if you were to die today, do you mind me asking you this question? If you died today, do you have that certainty in your heart that you will be with Jesus Christ? Dear Beryl went yesterday. Anyone could go today. We don't know who it will be. But if you died today, do you know? That guy I knew who wanted peace in his life, do you know what? He was a dodgy dude. And he ripped off the wrong person. And do you know what happened to him? Someone shot him. Dead. Could that be us? Anyway, this believer knows where to hide themselves. This believer knows who to trust in. This person in the old... In fact, Moses it is, I've told you already. Hide yourself under the shadow of the Almighty. That is the best place you could be. In God, the Almighty, El Shaddai. We know that song, don't we, Dominic? El Shaddai, El Shaddai. Let me say this to you. You know, as I close, permit me to just share a few things with you. Do you dwell in that secret place of the Almighty, the Most High? You know, it says there that we can hide under the shadow of his wing. Some time ago, a long time ago, two men were walking through a forest. And this forest, like last summer, you remember how hot it was last summer, and there were forest fires everywhere. Well, they were walking through a forest where there'd been a forest fire. Yeah? And you know what happened? They walked through this, this burnt-out forest, and one of them saw a little, like a, some sort of ball. It had been burnt. And what he did, as he was walking along, he didn't know what it was, he kicked it. And do you know what happened? Underneath this little burnt ball, four, five, six little chicks just ran up. They were little chicken chicks. And the fire had raged. And the mother hen, they hid themselves under the mother hen. Maybe. Well, there we go. There we go. Could have been eggs. And she was sitting on her eggs, protecting them. But whatever happened, they were hiding the eggs or the chicks under the shadow of their mother, and they survived. That's the point. They survived the fire. There is a fire called hell. And we will be tested through fire, says the scriptures. And I'm not here to frighten you. I'm not here to terrorize you or, or anything like that. All I'm saying is, hide under the shadow of the Almighty. Because he will deliver you.
through the fire, through the storm, through the bad things that are happening around us. Can you do that? Have you ever done it? If you haven't, hurry to the shadow, to that place where we can hide under the wing of our almighty God. Father, we come in Jesus' name. We do love you. We do need you. We do want to hide in you. And I pray, Lord, that you would speak to us, that you would show us, Lord, that our security, that our prosperity, that our sense of purpose for living is in you. And as we hide in your shadow, as we hide under the wing of the you, the Almighty, that you would show us the plans and the purposes that you have for each and every one of us. Father, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's sing our last hymn with Jephro. Thank you for joining us today. We meet at Grove Hill Community Center at 11.30 p.m. in Hemel Hempstead. God bless you.